The initiative to understand will lead one to empathize with others, eventually lead to a stronger bond. You may feel that you have won a million-dollar deal over your competitor until the moment that you heard that your potential client has closed the deal, but not with you. You have noticed that someone close to you has been showing symptoms of illness, thinking that it's no big deal and without pursuing the matter, you ended up visiting them in a hospital. Your son has been associated with illegal activities, feeling ashamed and not wanting to face him, your relationship with him slowly drifts away, and he is going deeper down the wrong path. Here are just a few examples of the lack of communication and understanding which brings unexpected and unpleasant endings. In our lives, there are infinite types of such cases we may have overlooked, but one thing for sure is that we chose to accept the way it is and think we know it all. There is no right or wrong in the way that we assume we know everything around us. That's just how the way our brain works. We capture information in any form that we can process, then our brain will start to relate it to the information stored. As long as there is little to no significant change in the specific information, we will automatically assume our familiarity with that thing. Thus, paying lesser attention to items or people or situations we are familiar with as compared to new or changing things. You and I and everyone else are the same. Besides, it would be highly inefficient for someone to check on every single detail of their daily lives. However, in some cases, we chose to ignore the fact that we have noticed a significant change, yet we chose to reload the past information stored in our brain and reject any new information. And that is the start of a miscommunication. The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people wrongly overestimate their knowledge or ability in a specific area. This effect is applicable to our relationship with others as well. When we were first introduced to a new person, we had zero experience with that person and thus knew nothing about them. Over a few interactions or more, on separate occasions, we are getting familiar with them over each interaction. We would start to think we know them. Most of us would probably reach the stage known as Mount Stupid whereby we think we know that person inside out. Only until some dramatic or life-changing or unexpected situation arise that shocked us, not just about the outcome of the situation, more so on that person's behavior. Confusions start to fill in our thought process, paralyzing us from reacting to that person for some time. We then start to have self-doubt over how much do we truly know him or her. While having self-doubt can lead to either a closer relationship or the end of the relationship, resetting our own understanding of that person and relearning about them or living in denial and continue to be around that person, which both ways will lead to a closer relationship over time by increasing your compatibility with them or building the relationship over experience respectively. On the other end, overthinking or relearning about that person and eventually come to a conclusion that we can't get along with them will lead to the end of the relationship. It may seem as though whether relearning about someone else eventually makes no difference in the end results. However, what matters is actually how we derive the possible conclusions. That how may affect our lives in other ways. For example, living in denial and continue to stay with someone while refusing to acknowledge the facts may put you in an invulnerable state to be manipulated by that someone. Each time we learn something fresh about someone, we open up the opportunity to go deeper into that person. Usually, when we learn about someone, we observe. Yet, observation is a self-biased judgment. When we have doubts, there is no better way than clearing our doubts by asking. Imagine your spouse has been working overseas for two years and had just returned recently. You have noticed that he or she adds sugar into his or her morning coffee, which isn't the case in the past. This may be an insignificant change that doesn't bother you. As time passes, 
you have noticed more changes in decision-making, the way they speak, their behavior, circle of friends, etc. Perhaps, this is when you may start to feel this is not the person I knew. Thus, this leads to what was mentioned earlier. We are constantly in a changing state. Whether it is our physical changes, thought processes, characteristics, emotions, our preferences, or our external capabilities such as influential power. The person you knew yesterday may adopt a different mindset due to an incident that happened overnight, not to mention someone you knew a year ago, or longer. Often only the wise ones are able to escape the fate of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Accepting and constantly reminding self that our world is ever-changing, full of unpredictability, and constantly seeking new information, understanding that what we knew will always be in the past. Asking questions to reaffirm or renew their thoughts, knowing that what they knew may not be the absolute truth. As mentioned earlier about meeting a new person, let's say you go on a blind date. Unless you have a detective background, otherwise it is safer to get to know your dating partner by asking than making assumptions and making decisions without asking. Taking no risk by asking increases your understanding of your dating partner, it also serves as a form of respect for them. When working with others, it is a good habit to ask to prevent from making avoidable mistakes. Seeking a second opinion could improve or firm up your decision. Seek advice from professionals to increase overall productivity and efficiency. Even if you are the boss of your company, there is a need to constantly listen to your team and seek advice from your investors to ensure that you are on track. As long as there is the slightest doubt in yourself, ask. There is no harm in asking. So how to ask? You may wonder. There are different ways of probing a question. We may ask directly or indirectly, ask a hypothetical question, or start a conversation with your last impression, for example, I remembered. Depending on the circumstances, we need to adopt a different method of asking. Sometimes, if the condition is not suitable to approach that person, try to ask for information from people around that person. Under normal circumstances, we may ask what we want to know directly. During a meeting, we can start a hypothetical question to hear from others on their view of the topic. For someone with whom you have reconnected that have lost touch, it would be better to start a conversation based on your last impression so you can have a clear view in many ways such as how much have this person changed or am I able to impress them with what I've said. Of course, you probably wouldn't ask for information from your direct competitor over a deal that both of you are fighting over or when you are in an awkward situation with someone. For us, we need to be open-minded for people around us to ask us when in doubt. Portray an image of being open to them, encouraging them to approach us so as to build and maintain healthy relationships. What makes humans one of the most intelligent beings is that we communicate with each other and learn from each other. Asking is the most efficient way of communication. Anyone can find a million excuses to make themselves feel good for not approaching others for answers. No one is stopping us from doing so except our own unwillingness. Truth is often hard to accept, but eventually, we all have to face it. Rather than living in denial and overthinking the matter, face it at your most appropriate time, as soon as possible. Remember this. There are no stupid questions if you ask to seek the answer you want to know. Stay safe. Signing off. Affinity Sage.